Bags down, spikes on. Welcome to the track. Hi, my name is Colin Waitzman. I'm going to be your host for this episode of Track World News presented by the Harrier. And today we have a very special guest joining us. She is a national champion in the women's high jump outdoors, runner up in indoors for track and field uh, coming out of USC. That's University of South Carolina high jumper, uh, Rachel Glenn. Rachel, uh, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. No, no issues. No issues. Glad to have you here. And so uh, we have to preface it's USC for South Carolina because uh, it'd be many people probably hearing where you're from would think you'd be going to the other USC across the country because yeah. you, you're being from California. How did you hear about, um, you know, the Gamecocks over in South Carolina? Because it's usually not the first thing you think of, I'm sure, being on being on the West Coast. Um, I actually heard it first from my track coach in high school. We had an alum who went there, Lashina Demish. She went to USC. So at first, I wasn't even thinking about South Carolina. I was like, South Carolina, why would I go out there That's so far? Da, da, da. But then they showed me all his stats and the records. And then I took, decided to take a visit when they came to do a home visit for me. So then I was like, okay, let me check it out. And then my visit was so much fun. I had a great time. Like the people that were there, they made it really fun. So I was like, okay, might might go there. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a pretty awesome place to be. And I I've been uh, down to South Carolina a few times for, uh, you know, whether it's going to a Clemson game or whatever it is. And people just people in South Carolina can be super nice that that's Southern hospitality, too. So yeah. it gives you a completely different uh, can give be a completely different feel from over there in, uh, in Cali. Um, so before we get started talking about some track stuff had some uh, some questions for you. So you're from Long Beach, California, a lot of celebrities from there. And so I've got four celebrities. I want you to rank them uh, for celebrities born uh, in your, your hometown. So one, we have Snoop Dogg. Okay. Two, we have Frank Ocean. Mm-hmm. Three, we have Jeanette McCurdy. So that's Sam from iCarly, for those that don't know. Uh, and then four, we have Russell Westbrook. So can we get a a top four ranking of uh, Long Beach legends there for you. Okay, I want to say one Snoop Dogg because Snoop Dogg is just legendary. And I follow him on Instagram and he put me posting the funniest memes. They're hilarious. Oh my gosh. And then I listen to some of his music too. Um, two, I want to say it's either a tie between Russell and Frank. I do listen to Frank more than I keep up stats on Russell. I don't really watch football a lot. But okay, I want to say Frank goes too because I do keep tabs on him more than Russell so then Russell will be third and then I'm gonna have to put Jeanette fourth I love her though I grew up on iCarly but she would be fourth gotcha it's I was a big iCarly fan too as a kid but it's it's tough when you're going up against them I I mean were you you watching uh much of the Olympics with Snoop Dogg and uh who was it Kevin Hart just talking about you know what's what's going on doing their commentating they they were pretty hilarious uh as a duo I didn't catch that uh it was (laughs) They were, they were super funny. I mean, what, uh, Snoop Dogg, cool dude, um, for sure. And before we get into track, also want to know, what would you say is your favorite, let's do pre-race snack? Um, that's a good question. Anything with protein in it, like a protein bar, protein shake, um, and then some gummy worms. I always have gummy worms because I think like the sugar, the sour gummy worms, those are good. And then I, I don't know, it's like a superstition for me. The sugar gets me like a little adrenaline rush and then pro- something with protein in it. Cause I'm vegetarian. So I need that protein to go and kickstart the meat. So, yeah. 
Not bad, not bad. Yeah, I'm, I like the uh, I'm a gummy bears guy. So I like the sour Harbor gummy bears. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. And then if you could have dinner with any three people uh, alive or dead, what three people would you want to have dinner with? Hmm. I want to say Zendaya, J. Cole, and hmm, who would be the third one? Probably like Oprah. Because they're all three of them very inspirational, and I look up to them a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're those are that, that's a three. That's a good list, and you had that pretty quickly. I thought it was gonna be like, oh, give me a second. No, that was that was pretty that was pretty quick. Uh, not bad. Did you watch the new Spider-Man movie then yet with uh, Zendaya or? No, or I didn't yet? actually. I'm gonna go this weekend, so I'm really excited about that. Awesome. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen it yet. I think I saw a few of them. I uh, saw the what No Way Home. I can't. All the names are. That's all. It's something. Home. Yeah, it's like one. <laughs> no way home no way back home something like that <laughs> something about something about the home but yeah whatever, whatever whichever one it was good pretty good one pretty good one and then uh last one for you, you got a few uh you got a few different tattoos what would you say is your favorite one that you have um i would say i have a dragon on my thigh i would say that's my favorite one mostly because you can mainly see that one when i'm running or jumping and yeah and it's in red ink so that would be my favorite one <laughs> Pretty cool. And did you, uh, so was it like a, a last minute change or did you always know you wanted that one in, in red compared to, you know, black and, and I've always known I wanted that one in red. Cause I saw, um, an inspiration post on Pinterest and it was in black. And then I also saw another one in blue and I was like, this will go hard in, in red. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get it red for sure. There we go. You have any future, uh, pieces that you're thinking about or, or planned out? Uh I am thinking about another piece on my arm, but I don't know yet. And the arm is like, well, like upper shoulder part, but that's like a big piece for me. So I'm like, let me get my head like for sure, for sure set before I get it. Yeah. Make sure you know exactly what it is that you want to get. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if it's going to be a big one for you. Right. But um, awesome. So, well, now I wanted to to get started for you, like where track really began uh, for, I guess, where, where you got started running and jumping. Uh, what got you interested in, in track and field uh, when you were younger? Um, I actually started track and field when I was like eight years old and I started with my best friends. So it was like kind of like a friendship group type of thing. Like let's all, it was like really our parents because our parents are all friends. So they're all like, hey, let's sign up our kids for track. That'd be fun type of thing. So then I did sign up and like, I was just naturally really good at like running. My mom, my mom always says like, I would always like run away from her when I would get in trouble. <laughs> so she, she was like, once, once I saw you run away from me that fast, I knew I had to put you in track. Yeah, I, I know what you mean. I was the I was like the playground menace on since I was just running around like mom, my parents just like, yo, we got to get this guy into running, just right. doing, doing way too much stuff. Just can't can't be stopped running around the playground out there for an extra like half hour doing doing whatever. Uh, right. And so how was it a, a first love for you to pick out high jump in the hurdles or was that something that you find out late found out later on in life that you were, were interested in doing those two events? Um, it was actually something I found out later in life because unless it was like I did a lot of um, distance running. So I did 800, 1500, that type of stuff or like four by eights. Um, I didn't start narrowing it down until I got to high school. So that's when I started doing um, high jump, like taking it seriously. I did a little bit of high jump in elementary school slash middle school, but that was with no coach just messing around. They let me do it for like three meets out of like the whole season. And the season goes from like January all the way till summer, end of summer. So I wasn't really taking high jump that serious. I wanted to take it serious in high school and it was my sophomore year. That's yeah, that's when I 
took it seriously. And even then, they still wouldn't let me high jump. They're like, no, you're good at running. Stick to running. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then I want to say junior year was when I figured out, I found out I was good at hurdles because I was always against hurdles. Like, even though I'm good at, good at it, I never wanted to do hurdles. I was really afraid of falling. That's really why I didn't want to do hurdles. And I was like, coach, I'm not doing hurdles. Like, I practiced hurdles at practice. Like, every day it was a part of our routine, but I never did it in a meet. But then one day he was like, okay, Rachel, you can either do the two mile or you could do hurdles. I was messing around and I was like, okay, I'm gonna do the two mile, like calling his bluff. And then it was the two mile and he was like, all right, Rachel, get ready. I was like, you were serious? I was like, fine, I'll do hurdles. So then that was my first meet in doing hurdles. And I actually did pretty good. And I was like, okay, I guess I'll stick with it. Yeah, that would be an easy way for me to do almost any other event also. <laughs> it's like, all right line up you're doing you're doing the two miles like okay what's my other option because whatever exactly. it is i'm doing that like that that that's awful so yeah definitely makes sense makes sense and then from when you start you said you started taking high jump really seriously your your sophomore year and you're you're coming out of california where track and field very competitive it's one of the most competitive uh states that probably texas florida you know new york few of those states and so when was it that you were, when you were starting to beat a lot of those competitors in the state that you were like, oh man, like not only am I good at this, but I can actually take this to the next level, get a scholarship and can compete at the, you know, in college at a, at a high level? Um, well, I want to say that was always a goal from the jump. Um, I think it was started in middle school when my club coach was like, okay, Rachel, it was like, cause I did, I did tell you that I did a lot of um, distance running, but I hated doing distance running. So I wanted to quit track actually. But then my coach was like, my club coach, he said, Rachel, you really have to decide if you want to keep doing track or not, because this is really good. And it could get you a college scholarship. And that stuck in my head. And we had a deep, long conversation about it. So in high school, I decided to stick it out with track and like try my first year. And I was like, if I won't, if I still don't like it my first year, then I'll quit. But they took me out of distance and let me do some 400s and 200s. So it was pretty cool and I liked it. And then that was literally, that was always the goal, get a college scholarship. I never wanted to be average, never wanted to be mediocre. mediocre. My goal was always to be the best. Yeah, that's really a mindset that you have to have, especially if you want to be successful at the collegiate yeah. level. Like if you're just someone like, oh yeah, just, I want to, I want to get there. And you know, right. when we get there, it's fine. Like, well then that, that's all you're gonna that's all you're gonna right. get and it's super easy for people to just be average and be fine with that but I never I never saw any fun in being average exactly I you you hit the nail right on the head for me uh and so with that you're you're going through your your high school year you've you've you're done you've done very well and then now let's let's just flash forward to I guess your junior year and, and towards the end of of your senior season when you're starting to get a lot of interest in different colleges. I mean, what's it like to, to be in that position? I mean, I was taking a look at the, the clip of you on your signing day and I'm seeing like Oregon, USC, <laughs> like Texas or whatever, like a yeah. whole bunch of these major schools are like, hey, we want you to sign here. What's it like being like going from this girl not too long ago, we're thinking about quitting the sport to having these major universities, like we need you on our team right now. Um, it was actually super cool. My first, my first letter, the college letter, of course you have like all the little schools that try and get at you first, but my first big college letter was from USC and I was super excited. Um, the one in California though, <laughs> I was super excited. I was like, oh my gosh, they know who I am. Like I always told my coach about this. Like when I was receiving letters, I was like, oh my gosh, such and such knows who I am or such and such said my name, da, da, da. And they're like, you're Rachel. Like, do you not know they know you? And I'm like, 
what are you talking about? <laughs> but yeah, it was super cool. And then like people around my campus would be like, oh my gosh, Rachel famous, da da da. But they would be like joking around, or but I'd be like, I'm not famous, I'm like just Rachel, you know. But of course, it's super cool to get um, letters from like the big schools, Oregon, Texas, um, UNLV, all those schools. It was like cool experience. And uh, so then, what was that final determination of why you were like, yeah, we want to, I want to go out to to South Carolina? Um, was it kind of clear from the way out? I know you mentioned you saw some of the the times from a former teammate of yours, but was it you kind of saw it? You know, oh yeah, this is definitely what it is, or was it something that kind of spurred on later on as you, you're doing some more diving into, into the school? Um, it definitely spurred on later because I was so confused, like not confused, but really just overwhelmed by all the colleges. I went on seven different visits. That's how bad it was. Like I did not know what school I wanted to go to. <laughs> oh my gosh. But my, of course my parents and my coaches helped me along the way, like big time. They helped me narrow down on like a post cons list and like do you like the coaches do you like the team do you like the environment and of course they were telling me you have to look beyond um on your visit because of course it's your visit they're gonna throw out all the big ribbons and big flowers for you because of course they want you to go you have to look beyond that and actually have conversations with the team the teammates everybody and like especially the coaches because these are the people you're gonna be working with every day so it really narrowed it down for me was the coaches the coaches and then looking back on my visit um the people who were on my visit they helped me decide my decision because they were really fun and um we had like similar energy and then again the coach he reminded me of my high school coach so I was like similar environment really friendly so that's what made my final decision seven visits isn't <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I I went well, well, <laughs> yeah I, I went on four and I thought like okay I'm exhausted and just hearing seven <laughs> like wait I was just be over just barely halfway done you know you get the official ones the unofficial uh -huh. like that, that's a lot. So yeah. you probably but I like to travel. So the traveling was really fun for me. Okay. Yeah. So at least you, you did get to do some cool and you also get to miss a, miss a couple days of school too, probably. So yeah. that, that's not that bad, but um, so this year, or I guess this past year, you had your, your first season um, with the Gamecocks indoors, you get second place. I know obviously you're, you want to be the best, but still coming in and, and getting second place. What was it like to see like, oh, wow, like I can be competitive in this thing mm -hmm. really early on when you're, and you're, you're still going up against some of the, the top jumpers in the entire country. Um, I knew that that would happen. I'm not sure. I think it was like a Florida meet when I went like six, two, and I didn't even know the height. They just kept going up, raising the bar. And I didn't really know the height for real. And then I jumped like six, two and I went, I made it over. And then I looked at my coach and she's like freaking out and everybody's all excited. And I'm like, what height was that? Like, I was still calm. Like, I was like, what's going on? And then they told me like what height it was and all that stuff. They're like, you you just broke the school record, da, da, da. And I was like, really? Cause I was the only one left in the competition. So it was really like a chill meet. Like, and there was not a lot of people because there were no running events going on. So it was like chill vibes. Like it wasn't really hype or the energy wasn't like super up there. So it was just kind of like a getting over the bar, doing regular routine stuff. So it was really crazy. Um, and then when I got second indoor, I don't want to say I was doubting myself because I always um, know that I'm like great and I could, my potential could be up there, but second place, I was like, I'm up there, up there. I, my expectations was like, okay, get top five, top seven, maybe like top two. And then I was like, okay, Rachel. Okay. And I was like, okay, let's see what we can do outdoors. So how did that, um, how did that momentum kind of move into you then later on that, that competition you're in the four by four and yeah. you're, you get seventh place there. 
which mm-hmm. is, I mean, did that help you move your motivation or were you kind of oh, yeah. dreading like, oh man, I'm not trying to do this right now? Oh, uh, no, no, no. I was definitely hyped for the 4x4 because I love running the 4x4. Um, I was super hyped because I was like, okay, I just got second place. My coach hyped me up. Everybody, my teammates hyped me up when I go back to the tent. They're like, yeah, go, go Rachel. Um, so then, so we're like, okay, let me switch my spikes, um, get ready for the 4x4, um, get the baton and everything. So in my head, I'm super hyped. I'm like, we're about to go crazy. So we get on the line. I see my teammate coming up and then we're, I get the baton. So I'm just super excited during the whole thing. Like the adrenaline is up there. That, yeah, that, that has to be a pretty, pretty crazy feeling just going like yeah. <laughs> one thing to another and, you know, doing well in that as well. Um, yeah. And the four by four high jump combo, not very common in track yeah. and field, <laughs> at least at the collegiate level, you're, you might be one of the probably, you can probably count on one hand, how many people in a power <laughs> five position are, are doing that at a high level. What's right. it like, what's the practices looking like where you're doing hurdles 400 as well as high jump all in the, the same thing um, and at a, at a high level. So like, what, what are your practices kind of, you know, looking like there? Um, my coaches do a really good job at actually balancing it out. So I'll have like one day when I do jumps, then I'll have one day when I have hurdle practice and then the rest of the week I'll either have either a rest day or running days. So they do a pretty good job at evening it out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, that can be, become a lot or being like trying to be, you know, best of the best in, in both of those or in all the things um, right. can be tough, but yeah, good to hear that, you know, the coaching staff's help, helping it out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then you, you follow up your, your performance from indoors to, to winning high jump outdoors. Now, obviously you mentioned that you always, you're, you're confident in yourself, you're confident in your abilities, you know how well you can do, but yeah. then what was that feeling of when you cleared that bar and you're like, Oh man, I'm the, I'm the national champion. Like I've actually done this as a freshman. Yeah. Um, it was super crazy because usually I try and not look at the bar and not look at when they raise the bar because that'll like psych myself out. So in my head, I'm like, okay, they just raised it to five, two, even though it's like six, four or something like that. Um, but then this me, I was like, they kept announcing it or the bar is getting raised to da, da, da. So it was like hard to ignore because obviously they're saying it out loud. So I was like, oh my gosh, six, four. And it was only down to me and the other, the girl from Texas A&M, I forgot her name, but she, Didn't, she was yeah. really good. Comp- yeah. Um, she was really good competition too. And it was down to me and her. And then I made it over my second attempt, first attempt. I'm not sure. It was one of the, one of the two, but then it was crazy. I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, right before I jumped, I had to take a deep breath measure out my steps, make sure I have the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, nine, ten, and then jump super hard. And I was like, just jump super hard. If all else fails, just jump super hard. And then I did, and I made it over. And I looked, I literally looked at the crowd first because that's where my coaches and my teammates were. And I was like, I did it. <laughs> and then I ran to my coach on the other sideline and I was like, did you see that? I did it. <laughs> it was super crazy. Yeah, it's, you couldn't pick a better day to have a personal best. I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's gotta be, you know, really, really one of the, the best things there. Um, and I can't remember cause it's been so long. Was that, was that one of the days where it was like a million degrees out or was that? A- um, I think it was because I remember like the whole week it was raining and super cold. And then that one day it was like super hot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember. Cause I remember it was like super crazy hot one day. So yeah, on top of that, making adding, adding another thing, uh, into that. And so after your, your competition, you mentioned in a, an interview that you wanted to be the best and you want people to know your name. And like we, we've mentioned earlier, you talked about how you don't want to be average. You want to be one of the top level competitors. I mean, what's kind of 
gone behind you growing as an athlete that has built that mindset of I'm not here to compete. I'm here to win. Um, it's really just the inspiration from my parents and then my um, religion. I'm a Christian. So it's really me and God in, in this. And of course I look up to my idols and um, like you watch them on TV and you watch them on Instagram or like Twitter and you see them doing all these amazing things. And you're like, that's going to be me. I want to do that too. So you just work super, super, hard at not being mediocre yeah yeah who, who would you say are some of those people that you you've looked up to whether it be athletes or different celebrities or or whoever it might be to get that type of mindset of you know I want to be want to be the best to do it yeah um growing up I watched a lot of Allison Felix, Michael Norman um Ry Benjamin Cindy McLaughlin now she just killed the killed the hurdle record and I was like oh my gosh crazy you bash like Cunningham super good um high jumper also but mainly like someone who really inspires me is Kobe Bryant like if you watch his interviews he is determined to the game like he's driven to the core with his game like he'll be up at like five in the morning not even because he has to practice he just that's just enjoyable for him like he'll like having practice like there was one interview and he it was like an all-star team event or something like that and it was like it was like six in the morning and they're eating team breakfast and then um I think it was I don't know who it was but they were like his teammates was like um what are you doing up so early and he was like oh I just got done finishing my second workout and everybody was like your second workout at 6 a.m you're done and he was like yeah like it was just easy for him like he was dedicated to the game to the court like if you watch his interviews I even just recently bought his book so I'm gonna read that his mindset is crazy compared to everyone else's yeah, I, I actually have it right yeah, right over here, actually, oh, on, my, on, on my shelf. Yeah, it's uh, right next to my AI book. Yeah, I, so I'm from I'm from Philly, and so he was a, a big thing because he went to the same high school, not my same high school, but a rival high school of mine. Oh. And so everyone knows, everyone right. knows Kobe Bryant in my area. Mm -hmm. Like, my brother played basketball against him in high school. Like, it was, it's like, every, he's a world-renowned name. And so, yeah, that, just that Mamba mentality of, I'm yeah. going to be better than you. Like, yeah, like he, and he's so confident in his game. So confident. Like, I admire that about, about him. Because, of course, a lot of people have their self-doubts. I feel like he had no self-doubt at all. He was like, he was like, he puts in all the effort. So he's just going to beat you because he puts in like 10 times more effort than you. So I'm trying to get my mindset like that. So he, of course, inspires me so much. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to, I'm just going to work harder than you. Right. <laughs> there's, there's nothing that you can do. There's nothing that you can do to, to, to beat me. Um, exactly. I would be scared of like Michael Jordan. And he was like, Oh, that's just another competition. Easy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whatever. Just, just another right. dude. Well, we got a game. Uh, I'll, I'll compete and doing, exactly. doing two practices before like an all-star game. Like who's doing that? It's, right. <laughs> <laughs> just show up. What, what are you doing all that for? Exactly. Um, and so then after that, you have, you have one of your, your highest highs right there in the at NCAA's PR, you get the win. And mm -hmm. then a few weeks later, competing at your first Olympic trials, mm -hmm. you, you did well, not as well as I'm sure as you, you would like to, because obviously you, you want to compete, but what was that experience like then, then right after going to NCAA's going right back to Eugene and, and competing at the, the Olympic trials there? That was like a surreal experience it was amazing everybody that I've always watched on tv were right in front of me I was like oh my gosh <laughs> and I was like this is crazy and then I was like thinking in my head this is this is real this is serious I was like it's game on for real for real and it was super crazy it was really exciting to see all the celebrities or track world celebrities and all the superstars in there and I was like 
I'm up here. I'm here. Like, I was like, this is a, an accomplishment itself that I'm actually here and I get to compete. And then I finished top six. So I was really proud of myself out of, I think there's like 20, 30 girls. So I think I ended off the season pretty well, even though yeah. I didn't do it well as I wanted to do. <laughs> yeah. You know, everyone wants, who, who doesn't want to win and, and be exactly. there, but to, to say like, Hey, yeah, I, my, I was my, I'm a freshman in college and was able right. to <laughs> compete in the, you know, at the Olympic trials and make it to the final, you know, that's, that's pretty awesome in itself. Yeah. And so like you mentioned just before the show, you're actually, well, by the time this comes out, you're, you'll probably be competing in high jump. You might have your warm up spikes on by the time <laughs> this releases. So, so good luck to you in the next few minutes, but uh, what are, what are you looking forward to this season as you're getting your, you know, your high jump and your, your sprinting season uh, starting here? Um, this year I want to get my name more out there. So if that means breaking records, um, going crazy in all of my events, um, just, I need my name, name to be known and I need my name to be, they need to take it like seriously. Like when I step on the track, it needs to be like, oh, that's me. <laughs> so I'm hoping to do super good in all my events, of course, PR, but I just want to exceed my PR, like go crazy. Even just like, I just need to go crazy this season. <laughs> How have you been feeling with your, your warm, not warm ups? I'm sorry, with your practices that you've done so far. So you've had your, your fall training, you're, you're finishing up your winter training right now. Like, yeah, you, you want to, it's like, okay, I made a good splash my first freshman year. Like now it's that sophomore season. Like I, I really want to break out. Like how have you been feeling leading up to things so far with now the year, just a few, you know, just very, very close. Mm -hmm. um, I feel super confident actually in this season because I've been hitting the weight room more. So I feel even stronger, especially on the track. Um, you know, everyone, every athlete has that like last 50 meter lactic acid that they feel. So I've been working on that and I've been improving way more than I did last year. So I can tell my physical strength is a lot stronger. So I'm super ready for um, the season. Yeah. Excited, excited to see you, you compete as well. Um, and before we, we go, had one, one last question for you off the track. So, um, on your, your bio, you have, I think it's, is it track God fashion? I can't yeah. remember the exact order, but wanted to touch on the fashion a little bit. Favorite brand, like clothing brand, or just like fit to wear, like what's your, what's the, the go-to, you know, if, if, if there was like how in the NBA, they have the pregame fits yeah. and you're walking around with the best fit, what would be yours? Like the best, the best fit. Um, I would probably have on something super cute and comfortable. So probably like a crop top and some sweatpants with like some fly shoes, like some Jordans or something. Um, but like my favorite, yeah, that would be my favorite outfit, like going anywhere, like a crop top with some sweatpants, fly Jordans, and then like a hat or maybe like your hair down, something like that with some cool accessories. And then you have a gyp set. But if you're going out like on a, like a date, then I love to get sets from Fashion Nova. They have the cutest sets. Like I have a picture on my Instagram. I have um, a red top with a red skirt and it's super cute. Um, I'm really one for sets. So yeah, those are, those are my top two favorite like types of fashion type outfits to wear. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that at all, for sure. But um, Rachel, thank you so much for, for joining us today. Um, I was, it was great talking with you. Um, where could people go if they wanted to, to learn more about you, um, you know, on or, or off the track? Um, you guys can follow my Instagram. I don't know if you're going to put it like in the video or the link, but um, Rachel Glenn underscore. But instead of the A I've, on Rachel, it's the X. So, but just type in Rachel Glenn underscore. It should pop up. <laughs>
Awesome. Awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us. And thank you for everyone who's been listening. This has been another episode of Track World News. If you're interested in more content, go and follow us on Instagram at Track World News. We post different clips, highlights, a whole bunch of things over there. And make sure that you leave a like and a review here. I uh, really do appreciate it. Um, have a good one. We'll talk to you soon. Peace. Hey. Wait. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.